before we go back, we have? Tovia, you got back there? Okay. Uh, so I mentioned two interesting shaylas were not, not directly on the topic, but just came up in the last uh, day uh, that I had to deal with. Uh, similar in the sugi of Samad uh, Chinuch being tripping other people by Avera. I got a call from a, um, a therapist. It's actually a very complicated, sensitive shayla, which I'm not going to do justice to now, just for the soundbite. Um, a therapist who uh, was referred a couple to her, the marriage uh, therapist, and she um, she found out the couple is uh, the good news is the husband's Jewish. I'll let you figure out the bad news. So it's uh, very you know typical American. Uh, so uh, what's the purpose of a marriage therapist? To, like work out all the issues, the communication issues, and all the other things, and you know, and keep them happily ever after. So she called me. and said, "What do I do?" I said, "Well, uh, it's uh, remember we gave Shir on Lifneiver a few years back. Well, you remember that the midaraisa Lifneiver is when they can't do it without you, and then if they could do it anyway, and you help them, then it's Messiah Dei Veraveris, and this is the Rabbanim, and." Lifneva applies to Jews and Gaim, MSA only applies to Jews. In this case, he's a Jew. She's not. And if you remember, we spent a lot of time on the Machlekes, the Dogam of Av, the Nazbi Huda, and the Mogan of Ram, whether if a person is a mummer, they're Magamri, Amazed, either for all the mitzvahs or for this Sogia. Messiah is a function of Arvis. You have to help people do mitzvahs, as we were discussing last night. Right? You can't hurt them, you have to help them. But if they have no shaykhs to the mitzvahs and they, they hold their mufka from the, all the mitzvahs, so maybe there's no Issa Messiah, there's no Issa Durabon. It's still this, the right left the to help them if they couldn't do it. Maybe there's no Issa Durabon. And the shach, uh, as interpreted by the Dogam of Ova, by the Mongol of Ram, by the Nadvihuda, uh, holds that there's no Issa Durabon Messiah. And that gets a lot of mileage. When we discuss business shaylas, this comes up all the time. Guy walks into your office, you're an accountant, and he walks into your office, partner, he's a Jewish guy and living in New York. You know, he wants a drink. So do you say, well, I'll give it to you, but you've got to make a bracha, or I'll make a bracha and admit it to you. Or do you say, well, it's Malcolm Hesser Muba, I might lose the whole account, which, by the way, is overdone, because often they'll play along and they'll be fine with it. They don't really care. But if it's a shash, you might lose the account. It comes up a hundred times a week, something in New York. There's a lot of bracha Hashem, a lot of Yidin over here, and admit Hashem, they're all going to be from one day. But right now, they're not. So according to Dogma Vava, maybe there's no SMSA if he can get his own drink. It's not so posh. The, the, the danger of the sugya, I've seen people misapply this, is that they assume, well, we always knock it down to this Dogbon, and then you have the Nadvihida to rely on. Even though, first of all, it's Machlik, it's Nadvihida and Magad It's not so posh that we pass again. And number two, it's not so posh, it's the Dogbon of Misaya. You've got to first knock it down from the Dereza. And Chad Avdanara and Trey Avdanara, the famous marshal when the Nazi is over here, and he's on an island, and you're passing him the cup of wine from the other side. You're bringing it on a ferry across. So it's Trey Avdanara. He needed you to bring it across. So that's Livniva the Reza. But if the if the was over there and he said pass it to me, he could have gotten it himself. And since it's the Rabbanim, that's a classic example. It's not so partial. If you give him a cup of water, I mean, he could get his own cup of water, but maybe he wouldn't. So if you're feeding him now, then. That could be Lifneiver the Reisa. It's not so pasha. That's the Rabbana. In this case, you have no Nadbida to rely on. It's a passing of Kumish. That's important to keep in mind. People always say, you know, you're going out of the office for lunch and your friend in the next cubicle says, can you pick me up a, 
a tray for whatever. It's not the fact that we're going to walk into a McDonald's and pick it up for him. But let's say it's, it's, it's an area, you know, it's not, there's no Marazine issue, let's say, La Dugma. Um, you'll say, well, he can get it himself. The answer is, well, he can get it himself. You're on the 26th floor. The reason he's asking you to do it is because it takes 20 minutes to get out of the building. You're going, he's not. He would. Maybe if he stays in, he'll have a tuna for sandwich. So it's not, you have to be careful before you take it from his direction. And this case is, a, is, is an important example of that. So I was talking as a lady therapist, and um, she said that, uh, you know, she can really, it can hurt her panasa if she doesn't take cases like this. So we don't have to be concerned for panasa, but we'd look for coolers if somebody's panasa is at stake, perhaps. So um, I, we were discussing whether this is the right of neighbor and is the abundance. She said, well, they don't go to me, they'll go to somebody else. Somebody else will put the marriage back together. So I said, uh, you shouldn't underestimate yourself. It could very well be you'll do a better job than anybody else. Quite a very intelligent lady. Could be you'll do a better job and somebody else will go, they won't, they'll botch it up. Maybe, yeah, maybe not, but it's not so pushing in my mind that that's only Messiah. That, that could be real if neither. And even if it's Messiah, you start out with the Magad of Ram, and uh, again, it's a Sarich Gadol, but uh, do you want to be uh, sleeping at night? Do you want to be uh, the one who put this marriage back together? Here, they're about to break up, Baruch Hashem, after so many years, and, uh, and you're going to put uh, Humpty Dumpty back together. So what do you need it for? So the answer is she needs it for Panasa, but it's, uh, it's an important, important child which comes up in business all the time. We, uh, we'll go back to the Sugi one day. Uh, second thing that came up, uh, someone's making a bris in Eretz Yisrael. This comes up all the time in Eretz Yisrael. One out of every seven brisim is on Shabbos. Maybe more. Uh, I don't know. Is there medical statistics? People go into labor more when they're relaxed? I don't know. Uh, at, least, uh, at least one out of seven. What? More or less? You're the actuary here. Okay. It's as small as a smaller Benish Moshe's, by the way. And, and a lot smaller. Okay, so one out of, one out of ten. It's a pretty common uh, what? So, um, so they, they have a problem, made as well. Good news is, I always like starting off with the good news, you know that. Good news is, come out, everybody does a bris in Israel. From Fry, middle of the road, unless you're very anti, there are those like that. Most people do a bris. That's the good news. Bad news is, that most Israelis drive on Shabbos, or half of them do. And you make a burst on Shabbos, so the whole family's going to drive. So it's interesting to note, there's a mini in Yisrael, in many places, that when there's a burst on Shabbos, they push it off till Sunday. When it's a Friday family. Isn't that amazing? I, I had a hunch that that might be a good idea, but I actually confirmed that there was such a video. I wasn't apostles like that. Which is fascinating, the father's have to do up his mana, and the kid needs his bris, and he's an Earl another day, but since uh, Uncle Yossi and, uh, and Aunt uh, Blima and all the other people uh, are going to be driving, these are all confirmed Jews with Jew, very Jewish names who are not Shemesh Shabbos yet, so they don't do it on Shabbos. It doesn't come up as much in America, because in America, everybody has fried relatives also, but they let them know in no uncertain terms, having a person on Shabbos, you're not invited if you're not driving. It could come up in America, but it doesn't come up as much. Uh, but in Israel, everybody's making a bris, and everybody is off on Shabbos, and everybody wants to come. You could do that once. <laughs> That's a very... <laughs> or you could just not call anybody after the baby's born for eight days and not tell them about the simcha. That would be smarter, probably. Um, but uh, I guess in the case where they... Uh, so this, this, this is addressed to the, the mom or to the, to the family that has... It's an important child that comes up all the time. That's why I'm saying there's a minig about it already. It's not like... Uh, I, happen to be, I happen to be investigating the shayas, but I found out there was a minig about it. I, I, so I was... Found that. Why? They cut you. Mean if you fake them out, you mean? 
Well, that, I say that's not gonna. That could be a real shalabayas issue if you fake them out and they drive on. You know. They want to come for the bris. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I, if you can talk them into it, then great. What? For sure, by bar mitzvah to Israel, the family's going to come. One of the nicest men hugging. Do you ever go to Kaisel Monday and Thursday? They have 55 bar mitzvahs. Most traditional non from Israelis make a bar mitzvah, and they'll do it at the Kaisel. Won't do it on Shabbos. Right. You have to tell them. You, you can't. You can't have a family member. You can't have a Jew drive on Shabbos in your account, unless it's Kirov, and then that's a Shaila. But usually, with your aunt and uncle, it's not Kirov. They've been fried the whole life, and they can remain fried. It's friendly with them. You can't. You have to tell them not to. You have to tell them you're invited. We have plenty of room here in Wesley Hills, Baruch Hashem. Invited to come to the house. Please don't drive up if you're coming Shabbos morning. Yes, you have to tell them. <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> no, of course not. You have to tell them we will be very, very hurt and upset if we ended up, our simcha ended up being the cause of your chil Shabbos daresa. If they come anyway, you have to shoot them if they walk in, but you suddenly have to tell them they shouldn't be coming. Yeah, yeah, we're going to keep the, we're sending out an email, the parking lot is, uh, uh, <laughs> but yes, that's partial. I don't know what goes on, you must think of something in London. Uh, there is, there is, we've had many bar mitzvahs here, and I'm sure there are plenty of families in the shul with this fry of families. Nobody, I mean, I'm sure the case, a couple of kids, I don't know, but by and large, people here know nobody, the family does not drive in for the bar mitzvah. That's, that's not done. And you should let, if you think they will, you should let them know. We have plenty of room. You're very invited. Come before Shabbos. It's not a cure of moment. Not upset at you. It says, we love you. We love to see you. We want yeah, to see you more. Come before Shabbos. It's the same thing. Did you ever see a chasmah? If you say nothing, they're going to drive. They don't know. In, in the conservative temple, everybody drives. They don't know that they're innocent people. They don't know the difference. You have to point it out. That's Mamish Levinivir. You're sending them an invitation, come Shabbos morning to Shire Shemayim, and they don't know the difference. That's Levinivir. Yeah, you're sending an invitation to come on Shabbos morning. He's laning. Shire Shemayim, 845. And they don't know the difference. They don't understand. They, they, they never, believe it or not, to us it sounds crazy. It never crosses their mind. They don't even clear the Shiloh. They know he's orthodox. We drive. You invited me. I'm coming. Of course, you have to let him know not to come. That's, that, that's part. When you, Ravi, Ravi, you ever seen a chasen invitation where they send out very, very nice way to put it when, when a Baal Tshuva or somebody with a lot of fry and mishpacha, they send out, please come dressed in accordance with Jewish law. What are they saying that for? They invited them to come. However they come. What, what is it? The answer is, we don't want them doing Yisurim with the everybody there. And we don't want them back. They can't have them doing Yisurim. They're dressed however they're dressed where they are. Not my bar mitzvah. They can't be driving here. That's, uh, I'm glad I brought that up. That's, uh, that's pretty important. Now, if you tell them, and they say we're coming anyway, and it's going to be World War III, you can't, it's a free country, you can't tell them we're closing East Willow, or 306, or so the Palisades, I don't know, what are you going to do? But, uh, but you have to tell them in as nice a way possible that I can't explain this to you properly, but Shabbos is, means us, and it's, the community just won't be accepted, and you're fully invited. Come the day before him. If they really, by the way, I've had many bar mitzvahs where the grandparents weren't from, and they were sensitive enough. They came for Shabbos. They came the day before. <laughs> for them. They're really interested in being Samech with you. They'll come the day before. Elamai, they want to do it on their terms. Okay, so, you know, we, we want to show. We don't care how people uh, driving. 
So if you bench out, that's a problem in general with the accountant who's serving his client in the office. So you've got to try to bench out loud, and that's, that's it's a general issue. It's an issue in Kiev, it's an issue out of Kiev. Many places bench out loud if they stay that long. They, they, the guy has the mic, he's making chevron brothers. Okay, okay, so that has to be picked up, but that is not, you know, a guy who might walk out without benching, by the way, it's still less, as, as humber as that is, it's still more cow than a guy, every time you press that gas pedal, that's 10,000 averas, you know how many combustions I got, I mean, this is serious. Uh, it's a derecha b'shev al I don't know if you'd have to start World War Three as quickly for that. It would be a nice thing to put out a bencher with English transliteration and encourage it, yeah. You have a phone family member sit next to that bench out loud. That would be nice, just There's no such thing under each situation I will always encourage people to ask me the Shiloh because sometimes it will be World War Three, Four, and Five, and sometimes you have to. But but often they'll just be annoyed. It won't be World War Three. The, the uncle gets annoyed, and uh, so he gets annoyed. So you're following the dinner, he gets annoyed. You can't please. Sure, you found out long ago. You're a lawyer, no? You can't please everybody. So, you know, you can't, uh, you know, the, 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 other, the, the other client gets upset, you know, you're doing the right thing, what are you going to do? It's not, um, you can't have people drive, you can't sign an invitation, please come on Shabbos, knowing that they drive on Shabbos, and not letting them know, by the way, we Orthodox really take Shemir Shabbos pretty seriously, you can't do that. And at the end of the day, if they do it, they walk in, you're not going to embarrass them, what are you going to do? But by the way, the good news is, most of the time you can take care of it, and when you get the message, of course, either they don't come, or they talk, come for Shabbos, they have a wonderful Shabbos. They can be taken care of, and you'll, you'll end up uh, showing them uh, they just got to come a little earlier, that's all. And if they can't, they can't. And you make a reception in that situation on, on a Matzah Shabbos late enough or on a Sunday night, and they come for that. There's no... Uh, yeah? So, the thing back to the first, the, the minute that the Rosh said is that there was an error uh, That's as far as that the, the Mayalim should, should... The Mayalim should try to encourage them to push it off, yeah. You give a dinner to her. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a machalgas. Right. I am sure, I'm sure they have opinions, but I did hear that Ravaz not held like this, which is a chiddish. And there's a, I'm not saying it's the minig, I'm saying there is a minig that there's a, there are many, many people who follow this uh, psaac. And don't forget the people asking Ravaz are probably very from Aray, but they're worried about their Friday mishpacha. So it might be a Shaila who's, uh, who's asking. But, uh, but I'm sure there's a difference of opinion. I thought it was a big Kiddush. I was not, I hear the far, but I, I, I didn't think that it was so, uh, I guess the Shia comes up all the time, so, you know, they, they took a stand on it. So uh, I just thought it was interesting, just a tangential thing to our sugi, which is really all about Lefnever and, and Safina Biyadayim, which is the sugi we're in, which we're going to continue with right now. Uh, look on page two of the copy in front of you. Yeah. To speak Lush and Harla, tell us. So how does that come into play when it comes to a parent needing to know who, in, in the household... That's a very good question. He's referring to, two nights ago, we were discussing Ramesha felt it wasn't proper for the Rebbe to uh, ask the Tavim to volunteer who put the thumbtack on the Rebbe's seat. 
um, I felt it was training them in the wrong way in terms of and I expressed my surprise. I don't, I don't really fully understand it. And I, wouldn't, I would imagine some might argue on it. I especially tell the Tommy, the Moshe Nahar is Asr, and it's terrible, and it's horrible, and this is Lutzalus. Why can't you make it a Chinah point? So I don't really fully understand it, and I think, based on what you're asking, I would think the Minig is that parents do this. Could be our Moshe would hold they shouldn't do it. It's the same thing. Could be our Moshe would hold parents not shouldn't do it. Happens to be, by the way, I hear another far why parents is worse than the Rebbe. Because having one, snitching on your friend five rows up is one thing. Snitching on your brother is, is in certain cases difficult and in certain cases brings too much enjoyment. What I'm saying, Rabbi Chavaz Chaim says, Patel, you got to do with Lishma. Uh, with sibling rivalry, it could be that uh, it would be Usr because he can't do with Lishma. What, so, what's that, Often, uh, you narrow down, look, you have a controlled audience, and you narrow it down to the 25 kids you have, and you try to figure it out. You have a multiple choice, A, B, C, D, E. Uh, you know, uh, usually you, uh, you figure out, I don't remember, I've been a parent for a couple of years, I don't remember ever having to do that. Um, maybe I didn't do it because I didn't think it would work. They wouldn't tell, I wouldn't get an accurate story anyway, so I figure either I figure it out or I don't figure it out, so I don't figure it out, so what? Sometimes I volunteer anyway, so I don't know how much practically it really, it really, uh, it really comes up. Uh, I actually, interestingly enough, I, for the first time that I can remember, a long time, a few months ago, I had it. It was the next generation. I came into the downstairs washroom in my basement. There was toilet paper all over all over the place. You know when they take the thing, it was over like everything. I walked, I didn't know what hit me. I like had to go through, it was like walking through cobwebs. So I, I think, okay, my youngest is ten. I don't think he'd pull a stunt like this. And I think I, I remember it. I had grandchildren, Baruch Hashem. So I, um, I wasn't going to... I thought it was actually kind of cute after I calmed down. Uh, so I... Grandchild. So, grandchild, right. So, uh, so uh, what? Maybe, maybe. So I... Uh, but I was curious, like, who thought it was, like, such an interesting design? Like, it was wrapped over... It took me, like, 20 minutes to unwind, to undo the whole thing. So I'm just curious. I went upstairs, and I asked the uh, grandchild I thought it was, uh, who did that? And as soon as I started asking her, she ran away very quickly. So I figured it out. Uh, so often, I don't think it comes up. You could probably figure out. And if you don't figure it out, so you don't figure it out. So you put the, put the room back together, and that's it. What are you, you going to do? In that classroom situation, if somebody keeps pulling pranks, it can really be disruptive for the, uh, for the, uh, for the whole lots of learning. Well, no, but usually it's like there's, there's, some kind of, there's some kind of conflict going on. And right. It's trying to piece together who did what to whom. That you're never going to get the story. Oh, forget That's what you're asking. Forget it. You want to know who hit who first? Forget it. Don't even, don't even start. You try to get the story from the six-year-old who hit first the six-year-old. Forget it. That's not, I give you sage advice. Uh, that's not going to, you know, that, that's, uh, I have debates sometimes. There's a long-running machlekes in my house. Every time I bring this up with my sons, who are, two of them are over by mitzvah, I tell them you can't hit back, and they always tell me, no, you once said in Shear here in the shul, they quote me, you said which I did. Remember the chinuch and the, well, the nakama, if somebody hits you, can you hit him back? So the Ari Shanim behold, nakama is only when he insults you, you can't insult him back, but if he hits you, you can hit him back. So, so this came up last Shabbos. So, uh, so it was between my, uh, my 13-year-old and my 12-year-old uh, daughter. Uh, so, um, so he told me, first of all, it's Machlech Zushanim, and I reminded him, if you heard the end of the Shia, the Chafetz Chaim is Machmer. You got to know this for your kids. Chafetz Chaim, Allah Lamaisa Paskins, it's Nakama even by hitting. And after I said that, he said, yeah, but his Rebbe told him, 
and the Ari Shalom would say this also. When you send to the good yeshivas, you know, this is what happens. He's <laughs> been an interesting Shabbos debate. He said, he said, even like the Machmirim, if it's Mamish Bashas Maisa, Bashas Chimum, that's not even considered a Kama. So I said, let me ask you a question. How many minutes later is it not Shas Chimum? That's where I got him. Because I saw him go over and hit her back, and I didn't see the first thing. I said, it had to be at least three minutes ago. He said, within nine minutes, it's definitely Shas Chimum. That's what he paskin. So I said, I don't know where you got that shear from, but, uh, but he, he, he said, he says, push it. I was still very angry. I said, what kind of smart is that? Uh, so he wasn't that crazy, but he said, his rabbi says, that didn't hear my shear. But it happens to you, the Rabbi Shannon would say that. If it's mamish, like during the fight, that's not called Nakama, we're in the middle of fighting. I said, he's saying it's self-defense. He's not self-defense. She's smaller than me. It's just that it's like, just like a trigger. You know, it's like, you know, you heard of this far. I see you around Pirche for many years. You see... Uh, <laughs> But um, anyway, so the, the point, Michael, is unless you have older people who can actually uh, talk, you guys must think my Shabbos table is very exciting. Um, uh, no, 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 he doesn't start up on, nobody starts, I don't start up on Mordecai. Okay. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, but it, it's, uh, it's, I think it's important, aside from the lumdus of who's hitting who and who has the right to hit who, you're not, not going to get an honest appraisal anyway, it's not even fair, a cutting is not a bar edus, you can't even... <laughs> You can't even get a straight story out of them. I don't even think it's fair to ask. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that route. Either can ask everybody or leave it alone. For insulting, you have a right to hit back. No. No, that's Mahalisham. Or The Pusik said that that's what. No, you can't. If somebody insults you, you can't do no comment and insult them back. But if somebody hits you. And if somebody insults you, you can't hit them. You can't insult them unless he called you a name as Psul Yichus, in which case you could try to clear your name, but whatever. That's. Uh, Anyway, that was last uh, Shabbos' uh, conversation. It was very interesting. They, the fight was only about 20 seconds. The discussion was about 20 minutes. So I guess it was worth it in terms of the Abbas's Torah. Uh, okay, page two. Let's go to 27 in the second paragraph. This Shaila I mentioned, um, I mentioned briefly about a week and a half ago. I told you we'd get to it. This is the short version here. I have a longer version afterwards and a different the copy. Cut and shove. Everybody seen the first column? Number 20, 27, the second paragraph. Fascinating Shiloh. Cotton Sha'aviv Amalalasas Malacha Bear Shabbos. Everybody has jobs in the house. So you told your 11 year old, your job is to plug in the crock pot. Good job. You know, one, one person's on screws light bulb, you know. Plug in the crock pot. Crock pot's full of chunk, plug it in, simple job. Avamalas Malacha Bear Shabbos, Shachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
That was Adas Asma. He didn't do it for the parent. Remember, if he did it for the parent, we, we discussed last night, it becomes Asr Ba'ana. Parent can't have an He didn't do it for the parent. If he would ask the father, the father would say, I don't want you to be Michal Shabbos for a chont. He didn't ask the father. He was scared of the father. So he did Adas Asma because he was scared. He was, the father's going to scream at him. So Shlomo Zaman held the chont was mutter. Chaim Kineski says that that's Adas Aviv. Because you get down to it, why did he do it? He did it because he knows his father wanted it plugged in and he wanted chomp. Now, fascinating, Machlekes. I, I hear both sides very well, which is, I guess, why. What's the other one? Is there a third choice? Nah. I mean, he's not. You're too nice. He's worried about his brothers having chomp. His father has to plug it in and he forgot. No, he's from, but he could, I think he's a little bit too tough if the kid was so scared. What? Ask the child, Ask the child without a mind? Yeah. I think this is, the Shaila fascinates me because I hear, the, I hear both sides so well. It's a deep psychological Shaila. I don't think the kid will be answering the child. Said, Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? I was He'll answer. If, if you asked him, I, if you caught him off guard, he would say, I was scared of Tati. But, but yeah, Rab Chaim would say, that's called Adas Aviv. But, but, but Rab Shalom Zaman says, but if you'd ask his father, his father would scream at him not to do it. Okay, that's why you, that's why we have two gedolei of them arguing about. It's a fascinating shaila. Yeah. Okay, so the paying of the guy. Okay, so I, I will say that the paying the guy issue is one of the most complicated aspects of Amir Akam because there are riots and cases where we use the payment to say it's adas atzmai now, and now it's mutter. And clearly there are cases where we don't say. One chilek, I'll throw out one chilek, is if you're getting direct hanah from the guy, you pay him and he turns on the light, they answer that. When it's hanah, yeshira, they answer it even. There's not enough al to the nafsheh, even though you're paying him. When it's a side benefit, like we use that kula with the paying him, when you have to have tele, telemarketers, not telemarketers, answering services for companies, so when I deal with these shadows, which are always bedevit, they can lose money, I tell them if you can do without it, do without it. But when it's a bedevit situation, one of the sfaras that he's lahukal is that if you, you tell them you don't have to answer the phone, I make it clear, you do not have to answer the phone, which is hard, because they know if they don't answer the phone, they can like lose, the company can lose a million dollars. Tell them, don't answer the phone, it's your day off, we're not working today, it's Tuesday, it's Yantif. We're not working, the company's closed. If the phone rings, I have it usually forwarded from the office to their cell phone. If the phone rings, you want to answer it, you get a dollar call. That's, that's as far as you're suggesting. That is a daita nafsheh. But we don't use that. That's not a direct hana, as direct as something having a from the light. Um, I will tell you that it's clear when the classic cases, the, the stipler brings us down. Why are we distinguishing between a guy getting paid and the tribe? According to Shlomo Zahn, it's very small if I have direct hana, but it's al It's not my he doing for himself. Same thing, I'm having direct hana when I'm eating the chum, but the kid gives me. According to Shlomo Zahn, it should be fine. You mean, what's the difference in you're paying somebody? If I'm paying somebody, how do right. you work? Because the Rav made a differentiation between direct and or not. Mission Brewer makes the differentiation. Right. And it's not, if I'll die inside the show we're saying, it's if he's doing it because of the fear, he's doing it for himself. Could be if Shlomo Zaman holds, it's good child, could be if Shlomo Zaman holds that fear is a greater motivator than money. Oh, and you'll say, you'll say, nothing's greater motivator than money. I'll give you a ride, it is. If you paid the kid $10, would he put, put, plug in the crockpot on Shabbos? Absolutely not. <laughs> So it's possible there's a, there's a different gradation. He was mamish. He thought he was like protecting his life. He thought his father was going to kill him. No. I mean, I, I don't want to say, I hope not. I don't know. A million dollars? 
uh, so I don't know what was going on with his father. That's why I commented. Like, uh, his father sounded like a very excitable guy. Um, I don't know how old the kid was. Could be he was six. Could be look. You don't give a six-year-old something to plug in. I assume he's nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I don't know. Sounds like the story is that he got a job playing electricity. So I assume he was old enough. So how many eleven-year-olds? It's a little bit of an odd case. It's a it's a real case. How many eleven-year-olds? I don't care how angry the father's going to get. He's going to plug it in. So I would hope that the kid was on the derech, but and he wouldn't do that for money. I don't know. Maybe I, I agree though. Akiva, the chilik is 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 doc. Um, the stipler has a case. I'll just get one more. We'll close with that. We'll save it. Uh, um, where uh, you know, I'll, I'll write the stipler down. I'll take a question instead. It's going to take me too long to explain. No, he's just being a kind of shlichus. As far as I said, I want hot chum. Plug in the crockpot. He's being a kind. He's definitely doing it. I hear that side. He's doing it because they want hot chum. So he's plugging it in for him. That's what he has to do yesterday. No, he wants to fulfill a shlichus. He's just a little late. Okay, that's, that's the debate. Okay, Mitzvah Shem will continue tomorrow.